rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? Hey guys, my name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and thanks a lot for your, all your support. I wouldn't be here without you, and I also appreciate your your flexibility, especially in regard to well, especially lately, since um, it's been tro- I've been having trouble keeping a set schedule. So um, if you want to have you want to support the liberal media, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to, um, you know, keep us going and keep us growing. All right. Cause I can't do it without you. We're, we're definitely in this together. So, um, all right. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough doing, uh, and building the channel when, we can't uh, meet at a set time. So I see the chat room filling up and I'm, I'm really appreciative of that. Thank you guys. And thank you for your flexibility. All I can say is I can't thank you enough. So, um, thanks. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel stupid. I feel stupid saying that now. I feel, I don't even know. I can't, I don't have the words to express how much I do appreciate everyone, everyone in the chat. Mark, I see Mark, our, our millennial correspondent. Arthur, hello. Arthur says hello. Errol, hello, Errol. Hello, Richard. Thank you for your super chat right out of the gate. Hello, Jim. Another super chat right out of the gate. Thank you, guys. We will keep going and growing because... Uh, where that's it what else what other choice do we have something who was telling me once oh uh someone i think in my buddhist group was like oh what i i uh she said to me i really appreciate your never give up spirit and i'm like well what choice do i have i don't have a never give up spirit really i guess i don't it's more like what is what are the options either i Never, either I ne- never get out of bed or I do and keep putting one foot in front of the other. Never give up. You, every, I guess, I, I mean, what is giving up? I guess giving up would be not trying. I don't know, whatever. Just take a compliment. Learn to take a compliment, please. Uh, I'm talking to myself. So... All right, I have to do the plugs. We're on Progressive Voices. That's good. I don't know. Ah, whatever. I'm so I'm so annoyed at life. And uh, oh yeah, let me thank. Actually, speaking of patrons, the I I forgot. Not forgot. I just I didn't forget. Well, I guess I that is whatever. Whatever. Okay, tonight's show. All right. I, I want to apologize for the delay in this apology. It's a lot of apologies going on right now. So, hold on. I'm looking for my sound effects. Where is it? Man, this is why I ask you to become patrons, because maybe one day it'll it, it, we'll have somebody in here to push these goddamn buttons. And not just metaphorically. But literally, we'll have somebody. Where's my fucking drum roll? 
I have this. That'll please Joey. Joey Bay. And and Jeffrey the giraffe. Strike and strike and strike. I have that. All right. Well, that that will have to be the sound effect for tonight. I don't know why I don't have my drum roll. Some something happened to uh, somebody. There's a there's a gremlin. It might be Tara Junior Junior. Tonight's show. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's show. Oh, here it is. Is brought to us by. JD, thank you, JD, for your super chat. I mean, well, you do for your patronage. You are. I'm. I'm just so used to saying thank you for your super chats because JD is a prolific super chatter. So, also now a a a patron. Listen to the audience. It's getting more excited by the second here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Woo, 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 JD! Thanks to you and your compatriots. We'll keep going and growing. That's it. That's all we can do. Never give up. All right. My never give up spirit feels like giving up sometimes, but that's why I always say you do it anyway. And I, I guess I have to think about just life in general. I told you all about like my early recovery from addiction and how I, well, one day at a time. All right, let's put it that way. Um, and how I just did it anyway, you know, in spite of all of the negativity in my brain telling me, what's the point? You, you do it anyway. You keep showing up anyway. And same thing with the show. In spite of the challenges and the difficulties and um, the stress and the highs and lows, the disappointments, uh, I can go on. I can tell. I could write a book about it. Please, uh, maybe I will. Uh, and you do it anyway because I guess it's worth it. For ultimately, we're in this together. This is we're building a community, and it's it matters. Because we don't know what drop, whatever drop in the bucket um, that will finally be the one that will tip this country over into uh, the progressive solutions that we need. And we can't do it without the liberal media. And this is this is it. You're looking at it. So. All right. So what was I? the thing I wanted to talk about tonight? The things. I guess, because I was thinking, what am I going to talk about? Be I mean, there's so much going on. There's never a loss of subject matter. That's for sure. Really. But I, it's something that's been on my mind. And I was telling you guys, I was on uh, Brad Bannon. I was on, uh, well, DC Report with ba Brad Bannon and Mark Grimaldi the other day. And we were going to discuss unifying how are we going to unify with a bunch of traders but we it ended up that we had other topics and we ran out of time but the this is something that's on my mind a lot how how are we going to unify unify we keep hearing how divided we are and i know we're divided deliberately they they have divided us 
both parties have divided us. That's for sure. Through the the bullshit of uh, trickle down Reaganomics and Clintonomics that brought us to this position. But we've always been a divided country, and so now we have um, the Republicans. Well, not just now, but they um, they're uh, they're they're a lost cause, in my opinion. They, they are a minority party. They represent a minority amount of people. Yeah, there may be millions of them, but there are millions more of us. And there are millions more who, are, who have the capacity to be um, educated about, about what it means to have a functioning, constitutionally limited democratic republic. That's what we're doing you know and it all it's always uh it's always telling uh, when you frame when you when you interview people because we've been hearing for years right how this is a center-right nation it is not this is not a center-right nation it's never been a center-right nation and that's just another bullshit propaganda that we've been uh, inundated with that's why they spent half a billion dollars on Fox News, keeping Fox News afloat for five years before it ever turned a profit because they understand how important it is to own the message. And they certainly did. Because what happened? What do, what do liberals do? They sit back at, at this point. First of all, liberal, uh, rich liberals, and there are rich liberals, of course, but they don't fund liberal media they don't they don't uh, contribute or uh, they for example progressive voices i've told you the story uh, numerous times about how they went around to they did pitches to all these uh, rich liberals trying to get them to fund progressive voices and yeah it's barely they 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 are barely interested in it. i have no idea why but, may, I mean, who knows? I, I don't know these people personally, but I, I wonder. It's, there, is it because, well, probably because they're doing just fine in this uh, kiss-up, kick-down uh, oligarchy. Uh, <laughs> really, they're doing fine. They're, they might be socially, or, uh, yes, yeah, socially liberal, like uh, Caitlyn Jenner, right? It's always... So, uh, it's so typical. It's so easy to... Oh, wait, hold on. I forgot I have to stop when that music comes on. During the... On Saturdays. Because this, this, the Saturday show, I have to prepare for Progressive Voices. So. Oh, God. There's so many things to do. No wonder I look like this. I'm only 22 years old. Can you believe... I mean, look at me. I look like I'm in... I'm like 50 or something. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So... So I was thinking, what are we going to talk about today? And uh, and I guess this is, you know, what's on my mind. All right. So this week, uh, this is not really, I don't know. I was just going to talk about it because it's on my mind. Uh, the Josh Duggar getting arrested for child pornography. It's not surprising. And, um, and it's disgusting. Of course, there's nothing worse except i uh, not worse well animal abuse it's animal abuse and and child abuse are too vile there, there there's in my mind there's no redeeming that a person 
who does things like that. Um, someone like a Josh Duggar, the typical Republican. And we know his work with the Family Research Council. Uh, and here, let's just, pl- first of all, the, the reason um, I'm, I, I'm sharing this, too, is because when he, he was arrested and then there was a court hearing, and in this court hearing, for his, uh, it was a bail hearing. And, and for those who don't know, Josh Duggar is one, of, is one of the children of Michelle and Jim Bob, Bob Duggar, the family in Arkansas that has 19 kids in a TLC show called 19 Kids and Counting. Come on, lady. You want to, I mean, what a beauty. I it can't even imagine what that woman's vagina looks like. Give it a rest, sweet, sweetie. Jesus Christ. But um, anyway, the a couple of years ago, it came out that he had uh, molested his daughter, not his daughters, his sisters. Oh, hi, Tara Jr. Jr., everyone. Tara Jr. Jr. is here. Sit down, honey. Sit. It. and every and it was covered he went to some religious some bullshit religious bullshit rehab and um also he i think he he went and he turned himself and this was at the time when it came out that he molested his sisters and a babysitter it wasn't just his sisters it was also uh, other people in his sphere, um, kids from church, the uh, and a babysitter, and this—he's a sick fuck. So, but the, so the father took him to a cop who apparently was a member of their church. It ends up the cop is now in jail for child pornography. All right. Hold on. My nose is itchy. Does that mean I'm going to win uh, the lottery? So he, there was a court hearing for bail. He was granted bail. Now his, 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 his wife is pregnant with their seventh child. He was not allowed to... He's, he is allowed to see his children in the presence of the wife. During the the bail hearing, which went on, I think it was from 1 p.m. to over uh, 6 p.m. That's a long ass time. Agents from Homeland Security testified. They were, you know, they were on his case. They they knew uh, that it, they know it's him. He's he pled not guilty. Of course, we all have uh, the presumption of innocence, but the the case is overwhelming. And the reason I'm sharing it, it is political, because it's disgusting. The, this is another day in Republican, in the in Republican world. Um, his whole family, it's, it's not like they were just going out and having their 19 kids and, and their, their, their reality show. They were actively campaigning against... Um, against LGBT rights, 
against the rights for people to have um, you know, choice. Not just, I don't, uh, I prefer privacy than pro-choice. Pro-privacy is really why Roe v. Wade was decided. Uh, and, and contraception, they were lobbying against the Obamacare provision that would uh, that guaranteed contraception, of course, Obamacare. They they said nothing about the Viagra, uh, which uh, Obamacare also provided for. But what you know, the hypocrisy is 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 stunning. In this court, um, in the hearing, I just I'm just sharing this because it's so disturbing. I, I've been thinking about it ever since I, I found out about it. I was watching some uh, a lawyer a show with a lawyer, and she was going. She was at the hearing that went on for six hours, and they graphically described the the images and the videos that this fucking waste of human DNA was was accumulating on his on his computers and he was also he also I, I don't know anything about the dark web but he does so he also had a um he had a computer he's pretty computer savvy so he had a computer that was partitioned one partition was the computer that he the computer face he showed to the world all right this is so typical of these fuckers and the other partition was the one where he would, um, where he would partake in these deplorable images and share them with the fellow bottom feeders. He's a scumbag. So, and the the, the partition that he showed to the world, the computer that everybody thought that was well, he what his wife thought was his was the computer the wife had no idea that there was another partition on the computer it was password protected and everything and secret he he he's good at hiding is what i'm saying and very adept at it when uh, of course this is who they are i'm not saying they're all pedophiles but it's not surprising because there's some, he's just another effing Republican hypocrite who, if only, I'd have been, how long have I been saying this? If only Republicans, they would just get the help they need and ra- rather than inflict their manias on society. They constantly project their shit outwards on everybody else. We're just trying to live our lives. They have everything to say about gay people forming a legal marriage contract or who's going to what bathroom and what peepees they have. Uh, no one's going into their stupid house of, uh, of 19 kids and telling them to stop having 19 kids, you moron. Clearly, it's out of control. Maybe if you had two, three, four... Kids, five kids, you could have given them attention instead of let them run rampant on society. So, I'll be right back. Hold on. 
And, um, all right, my name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. I'm talking about Josh Duggar, Duggar because it's, it disturbed me. And I feel traumatized by it. I, I'm not trying to traumatize anyone else. But hearing, they didn't, the, the woman who was in the court who um, witnessed, well, wasn't in the court. It was a Zoom meeting. So, but she was in the Zoom meeting and then described what what went on. And the Homeland Security agent said, it's definitely him. They showed up at his job, which he works, He's a he owns a used car lot. So they showed up, they knew that this IP address was in engaged in child porn. And they showed up and they said, yes, we're from Homeland Security. Do you know why we're here? And he said, "Oh, did somebody did somebody download child porn?" Now, what a thing to say. That's the first thing on the top of your head. And then uh so whatever. They cautioned him. They said, "We will we are confiscating your phones." Now, and um because a lot of these scumbags apparently have this is the first thing they do they they pounce they grab the phone because some of these these scumbags who are computer savvy enough to set up uh, different partitions and and go on the dark web or whatever i have no idea uh they they will have kill switches on their electronic devices so they were trying to prevent him from from trying to destroy evidence but they know it's him because the partition that was connected to the dark web now the other partition what i was saying was that if the other partition has a um he has an anti-porn accountability program on it so the wife would get all of his internet activity so it's sort of supposed to keep you sort of like i guess aa in a way or na and you're supposed to it's supposed to keep somebody from from downloading or watching porn but he had it set up in such a way that it was it, it was just the face that he showed to the world and and uh, it's just so fucking typical so and the other partition had all the child porn and was connected to the dark web and had all this this disturbing stuff and it's really disturbing and it's been haunting me, honestly. That's why I'm talking about it, because one of the... I don't even know if I should say it, but one of the videos was called... And they, apparently it's such... It's a famous child porn video. It's over two minutes, they said. And the the agent said it was... Of, all, of the thousands of child porn cases, he's he's dealt with it's one of the worst he's ever seen the and it's called the destruction of daisy isn't that the most fucked up thing you ever heard in your i i'm even saying it i feel like crying it's horrible that this that this son of a bitch and that and plus there are people that that get off on that you are you're done buddy you're you are not fit if anybody and i know i i used to have a boss okay 
who was a monster. All right. His name is Aaron McDaniel. A fucking, I don't give a shit. And he, he made my life hell. Little do you know, I, I, t- I told them when I, you know, this, I'm not getting into the whole story, but he was, he, he turned the department that I worked in uh, into like Game of Thrones. He, people would, would leave crying. It was like a nightmare. He, he turned this perfectly decent um, company into a horror show. Anyway, to make a long story short, he, he was arrested for child porn. Um, it doesn't surprise me. That's a different... <laughs> this is like me in, in therapy right now. But that's a different story. There's something very damaged about, about that. And, and, and the, the fact that this is what's so sick. And, it's all, and it, it does tie into politics. How these mother effers inflict their, their shit outwards on decent people just trying to live our lives. So what? You, uh, you, you want to use the bathroom. You don't have the appropriate pee-pee? You fucker, shut up. But, okay. The other thing uh, that they found on his computer, not just these horrible videos that the the I, I, how do you work in homeland security in this i guess i mean really how do you go home every night knowing that there are people like this but the videos were of children under the age of not just teenagers these were under the age of 18 fucking months okay I'm uh, I, I'm sorry, guys. Thank you for letting me share, but it's it's horrific, and I start thinking. It's not, uh, of course, not all Repu- There are there are pedophiles who are Democrats. There are, but there are. It is pro not pedophilia, just the mental sickness the moral rot in the conservative heart all of it what are what do they what do they stand for where is the compassion where is the humanity in these people i don't know maybe it's all too human but it, it's vile it makes me it's disgusting so let's uh, actually here For example, I didn't really plan on talking about this, but it was, it's bothering me so much that, here, here's Michelle Duggar's bathroom. Uh, She uh, made a recording. This is the mother. She made a recording to uh, a robocall attacking trans people just trying to use a fucking bathroom. I'm calling to inform you of some shocking news that will affect the safety of Northwest Arkansas women and children. I mean, not only do they 
they live I mean, do they live in like the 1800s where when what equipment are they using sounds like they're i don't know what it sounds like uh thomas edison's first recording or something I know it's really hard to hear because I don't know where the hell they're they're living in in uh, the early part of the twenty of the nineteenth century. I guess I don't know. Oh my god! Did you hear her? She says, "I uh, men." I said, "Men." You're talking about women, trans women. A trans woman is a woman, you fucking prick. These people, I mean, I nobody goes into their community and says, like, like me, for example, um, I'm politically involved and engaged. I'm not going to go fly down to Arkansas and tell her not to have 19 fucking kids and act like a, and, and teach them that the earth is 6,000 years old and some bullshit about Jesus riding a dinosaur, but they certainly have no problem inflicting their sickness on us. And it is a sickness. People are just trying to get through their life. No, uh, what damage does it, what, who does it, what what skin off her ass is it? And these fucking cats are fighting too. Stop it! Everybody, I'm sorry. Um, what skin off her ass is it that someone is living an authentic life finally? Is that what they're afraid of? Yeah, uh, Paradu says, I don't understand. This is a phone recording? Yeah, it's one of these... Robo calls. Hold on, the fucking cats. Hey, this is my training aid. No, it's actually, you know, it's a, it's a computer duster. They don't like the noise, so it distracts them when they're fighting. I don't know what they're fighting about, but nobody can get along. We can't get along. They can't get along. You know what it's like living in a house with three fucking cats who, like, can barely get along? They're annoying me. I just want them to get along. All mothers want their sons to get along. Trust child predator convictions that claim they are female to have a legal right to enter private areas reserved for women and girls. I doubt that Fayetteville parents would stand for a law that would endanger their daughters or allow them to be traumatized by a man joining them in A man private. joining them in their private areas. A man. They're, we're not talking about men using the bathroom, but that's the way Republicans roll. 
adding more confusion and never bringing light to a situation, always bringing ignorance. And to, to who, who get, who, 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 who gets better? When do they ever bring light to a situation? When do they ever make the world a better place? Would somebody please point it out to me? I'd like to, I'll read about it. I'll talk about it. I will be pleasantly surprised. When do, uh, show me, when a conservative have, has made this country or this world a better place? Does anybody have any examples? Anybody on the chat? Have there any, what, what, what have they done? Is there any conservative policy or anything? Or a politician? There's done something that's decent. A de show me a decent conservative politician. They all suck. Then they're going. They're all right. I'll get off this topic because obviously I'm I'm just processing it. I, I'm only like I said. I'm only sharing it because it's one of those things that has when I watch this this uh, this the woman talk about the, what went on in the hearing it's it, it was like it was the first thing i thought about when i woke up this morning it's been haunting me all day just thinking about these children that these that not just josh duggar but the, the all of the scums exploit creating and and the sickness because because they are creating damaged people suicide addiction, pain, a, a life, a, a, a lifetime of, of pain. And to call a video, the destruction of Daisy is, it's just plain fucking evil. It's evil. It's just, it's not, there's no other word for it. And that's why it's serious. And he needs to go to jail why are you obviously he's got an attraction to children and this is what the the <laughs> homeland security agent that busted his ass said he's attracted to children and children are fucking innocent and they don't need your your you exploiting them to, to put it mildly could you imagine? And, oh, and they also, in the, um, in the hearing, they said they knew it was him. They knew he was on these sites because they tracked his IP address or whatever. They knew his activity. They were monitoring him for since, like, 2019. It's ridiculous. So um, they, he, was, he, <laughs> he called his wife. They, they were, I don't know how they, they, uh, they knew, I guess they were tracking his phone, everything, right? So they called his, he called his wife and he said that he was stuck at work. Oh no, I think they had the text. He was stuck at work, but then he was at work masturbating to raped children. Fucking pricks. And that's what it is. You're, it's raped children and these children grow up to be, sick and damaged adults 
And it goes on and on and on and on. And then they become goddamn the executive director of the Family Research Council. And here we are. Just get the help that you need. No idea who we're talking about. Sorry, Warren. I'm talking about Josh Duggar getting arrested for child child pornography. Josh Duggar, the one of the 19 kids and counting TLC reality shit stars. And he's also, he was the executive director of the Family Research Council, which is a vile, rabid, right-wing, disgusting nest of freaks, haints, taints, ghouls, ghosts of the Gilded Age, uh, and morons. Oh, here, for example, who they like to uh, tell everybody out. They, they, they're rabidly anti-gay, anti-trans. And here, here's Josh D- Duggar speaking. You know that I'm part of a, a small family from Northwest Arkansas. <laughs> we only have uh, 19 kids in our family. So my parents really tried. You really tried? Uh, let me what? tell you, though, this is... This is an honor for me to be here and to stand with so many of you. You know, when I think of our Constitution and what our founders set out, it was to create a country that was built on we the people. And let me tell you, right here in Arkansas, we the people have spoken and we have said we support marriage. And time and again, when Arkansas voters have been called on to stand up on key issues, They've came back to those timeless principles of family rooted in faith and rooted in the principles I think we all hold dear, and that is that everyone is created equal. And everyone deserves respect. Everyone deserves love. Sure, sure. Everyone, except the raped children that you're, whose images you're sharing. How disgusting. I'm with Josh Duggar, Executive Director for Family Research Council Action. And we're at the mandate today, the uh, Health and Human Services mandate. That's uh, we're talking about what's this going on with This is when they were going kind of after thing. Obamacare. A lot of people might not understand what's going on here. How can you explain it to them in simple terms? Well, really, I think quite clearly what we've seen, uh, whether it's Hobby Lobby or now Priests for Life, this administration is set on trampling and running roughshod on those who hold deeply held religious beliefs. And what they're saying is, if you hold the belief that life begins at conception, as many of us do, that you cannot exercise your right as an employer, as a organization, to say, no, I will not pay for the death of unborn children. And so it's very clear um, what's going on and with the HHS mandate, with the Health and Human Services stepping in and saying, here's what we're going to mandate you to do. They have not left any room for those of us who have deeply held religious beliefs. And so what is going on today is very simple. And it hopefully will be a very easy decision for the court. And we're hoping that they're going to rule in favor of Priests for Life and saying, yes, you have the right to exercise your religious beliefs. Now, I have to say, I'm very grateful for the boldness, for the courage of these organizations that are willing to put everything on the line for their religious beliefs. But, you oh know, my this, God, this is not out of religious for people fucking in our beliefs. Country. Men and women who have stood Take up, it in the closet. who have stood the test of time saying, this is important to us, and we're not going to check That's what their Jesus told them to do. Our church or at the place of worship. We're going to take those Go and pray those in the closet. our daily lives, and we're going to live those things out. And it's quite admirable. And so I think it's, it's incumbent on all of us 
who understand what is at stake in America to stand united with these and to make sure that our convictions and that our freedoms are upheld. What freedom? You, know, uh, you see, this is where you could go, go, go. You don't want to have an abortion? Don't have an abortion. You don't want to have a gay marriage? Don't have a gay marriage. That's it. But may, my, if I get married, I would get married to a woman. That's for sure. But, I mean, I, who knows? Whatever. I may, maybe I'll surprise myself. I doubt it. But what, how does that infringe on your freedom? This is the difference between conservatives and normal people. Conservatives want to inflict their manias outwards and because they, they, don't, they know who they are inside. They know they're full of shit. That's what it's about. Most of these right-wingers, especially the anti-gay right-wingers, that is the telltale sign. If you are so obsessed with what gay people do, what, why? What is, I'm not sitting around thinking about your 19 fucking kids. Now, well, now I'm thinking about his kids because they need to be removed from the home and away from him. And who, of course, my God, um, I don't want to say, I was going to say, of course he molested them. Who knows? I don't, I, you don't all of the sudden not be, you're not a child molest. He was molesting people. It wasn't just watching porn. He was, he molested his sisters. He molested people at church. He, uh, uh, according to, I don't know, one of the churchgoers, he molested uh, the, the children of people who brought their children to church. This is a fucked up kid. Man. But here, wait, he goes on about... Not what we're discussing here. What the topic at hand is, the, the real discussion is whether or not these entities, whether it's a, whether it's a Hobby Lobby, whether it's Priest oh, for whatever, Life, whether fuck it's the it. Archdiocese, what... whatever. And this is, in this video, he... Wait, I'm just going to put the cat down. He goes on about how, uh, ab uh, how contraception is abortion. But whatever. Sit down, honey. All right. And, yeah. So Republicans are, um, they're a lost cause. <laughs> South Carolina brought back this firing squad just for Josh Duggar. <laughs> yes. Anuket World Traveler. Nice to see you. Um, uh, so right before we went on air, there's many things we want to talk about. And I want to thank you again for indulging my, my, my psychotherapy for the evening. I might have to, I don't know. I might be talking about it again. I don't know. It's just something that it, is haunting me. And I feel helpless and powerless. What do you, what do you do about it? That this is going on right now. There are children oof, being used and abused so horrifically. All right, let me focus. The 
you, you see what's so tonight the republicans they're going to get rid of mayor i'm uh, not mary cheney she's another one uh liz cheney Liz Cheney is a right a right wing monster. She's that's not good enough for them. Being a right wing monster who votes with Twitler, the con man, the tax cheating, draft dodging con man, that's not good enough for them anymore. You have to be wedded to the lie, to the destruction of democracy. This is what we're up against that's the choice all of the republicans have made their choice now joe biden apparently is going to meet with them on monday because for whatever reason we still must go through the charade that the republican party is a legitimate political party they're not we saw we were there on January 6th, we all saw it. Every one of them, they saw it, they experienced it. They were in the line of fire. But, oh well, uh, January 6th, that was like 100 days ago. They, apparently, they think they need Twitler. But being, being a, a, a warmongering scumbag right-wing monster and the spawn of Dick Cheney, that's not enough for them anymore. You have to be committed to the destruction of democracy. That's their agenda. Don't be fooled. And I, I feel I, I, this is why. No wonder this. I always say we're always uh, that this country, that we all have PTSD. I'm, maybe I'm just speaking of me. I definitely have PTSD from living in this effing country. It's it's crazy making living in this country. The hypocrisy, the abuse, the the the, the sadness that accompanies being an American citizen today. There's no unity and there can be no unity. There can be no unity with traitors. You, there's no healing without accountability. So you're going to invite, I guess that's what, whatever you got to invite these fuckers to the White House, these scumbags who can't even, they can't even get rid of the con man. They have no, they have no desire to. They want, they like him. Obviously, he's whatever they get, and it's sort of like, well, hey, they there's I don't know. I was gonna say take the good with the bad, but what is the good? Where where they get power apparently from him? They're afraid of their base, and they should be, but they don't need. They see this could have been. It's sort of like after 9-11, when we were attacked on 9-11, if we had a decent human being in the White House, like, for example, if Al Gore was the president, because he actually won the fucking presidency, he received the most votes, and 
we, we could have used 9-11, that unifying event, to get out of, uh, out of our addiction to oil. We could have used that event to, to be free, to become a completely renewable energy country. That would have been something that could have brought so many of us together, right? That could have, I mean, we remember, I was, you know, I know Mark is young, but we all remember for people of our age, my age, your age, not Mark, because he's our millennial correspondent, but I'll tell you, Mark, it was um, a unifying, it was a horrific event, but the country was unified for a brief second. We, it was even George Bush. I, I remember George Bush was in the White House and there was, he gave a speech to the nation and there was a feeling of, we're in this together. I joined the National Guard after September 11th. I took the oath of office. But the oath against uh, to, to against the Republicans, basically, to, to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, with a portrait of freaking George Bush on the wall. So, it was that that event of what the Republicans did what the, is what they did what they always do. They exploited it for their own benefit come what may who cares who dies they they sent uh, people to die based on a lie they drummed up this freaking lie about saddam hussein somebody they wanted to get rid of they wanted regime change in iraq so they could steal their oil remember they called initially the name of the, it was uh, Operation Iraqi Liberation, O-I-L. Oops. And they had already divvied it up. There was a map that was leaked, and they divvied up all of the oil wells. Who was going to get what? What company was going to get what? Who was going to die in the latest war of corporate Aggression, that's, that's incidental. It's only the peons who die. It's just the dupes, the suckers, the, the, the idiots. You know, the losers, like Trump said. The saps. So, we could have used that unifying event, but January 6th could have been one of those unifying events. Where the Republican, remember when, when Lindsey Graham said, I'm out of here, I'm out, I hate it like this, I hate being like this, my, 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 I hate breaking up my love like this. They could have stuck to their guns. You know, the Democrats, they would have been like, okay, welcome home. You know how they are, the fucking Democrats. They would have been like, all right, no harm, no foul. We welcome you, all right. But instead of that, what have, what have the Republicans done? They are, they're kicking people out. They, well, they're, they censures, censuring anyone who tells 
the truth. Like in all good fascist regimes, and I mean good in, in, in scare quotes, truth is, is not just... Uh, it, it, truth is the adversary in fascism. And that's the Republicans. They, they, truth. Truth. What is truth? Like Pontius Pilate says, they make it up. And their truth is that, I guess, Trump is... Uh, they can't live without him? Because, like I have said forever and ever, the Republican Party is a fundamentally anti-democratic party. Their goal is to destroy democracy. Does anybody doubt me now? I've been saying this for 20 years to, well, to friends and family. People have been like, oh, yeah, you're just being uh, whatever. People say, oh, you're just being, oh, that's not true. I, and I, I, I remember saying um, Republicans, well, when I called them Republicans, I, I, would, I would say they are trying to dismantle dis democracy. They don't like democracy. They don't want a democracy. Democracy gets in the way. Oh, that's not true. That... No, it's true. Look at them. Look at what they've done. Look at January 6th. The, the Republicans had a perfect opportunity to, to cut the cancer out. And instead of taking that opportunity, they, they ran full tilt into the arms of the, of the con man, of the dictator-envying con man. And they know that he is a, he's full of shit. They know he's a liar. They know he's a sociopath. They know he's out for himself. They know it all. They know that he's a danger to democracy. They know he's a liar. They know Joe Biden won the election. How fucking dare they? How dare they? Really, how damn dare they? Go to Joe Biden and, and look him in the eye and then go, go around and help Twitler spread the big lie? Hold on a second. Look at this shit. It, it, it's, it's off the chain here. They are dangerous. They're goddamn effing dangerous. They're sick. Yeah, let me show you. I, I stumbled upon this video. Some, some Trump and Z posted. Here. It's called The Battle of the Barriers and the Rush Toward the Capitol Steps. After some agitators haggle the crowd, it begins to escalate. Barriers are torn down as people rush the Capitol Steps. Listen to them. 
Run, go! Thank you, Jesus. It's now or never. You hear them in the crowd? Look at Look at these fucking idiots in those red, white, and blue abortions. Those ugly damn jackets. So, so many Antifas. And their Blue Lives Matter flag. The Battle of the Barriers. Can you believe this? How is this... How is this not a unifying event? You know? Because we're we're really in that much danger. If this was a healthy democracy, not only, of course, let's putting aside this would never have happened. It would never have gotten to the point where a con man, a dictator envying con man, was squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. The Republicans would have put the an end to it. They wouldn't have allowed it to go on. And if he started to spread his lies, they wouldn't have jumped on board with it. And now using the lie as the impetus to pass legislation against, against democracy, to do what the Nazis did, to do um, what they legally and peacefully, quote-unquote, undermine and overthrow democracy like every every end of every republic for the most part republics die exactly like this it takes oh for uh for evil to triumph all it takes is good men and women to do nothing well what what happens when um good well, bad men and women do worse than nothing. They do something. They are accomplices. That's what we're witnessing. The Republican Party is, are, or however you say it, the Republicans are the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. Let's not forget that, ever. They... They have to be, they, they need to legally and peacefully be sent to history's trash pile. And every single one of their enablers and all of their hypocritical scums. And that's why, guys, I swear, this is uh, it's going to be on my freaking tombstone. The liberal media is uh is important well i don't know i guess i'll come up with something more poetic than that but 
Maybe I should put that on my headstone. Please support the liberal media. Or <laughs> that's what I'll put on my headstone. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. <laughs> Maybe then I'll get some patrons on there. Well, I have patrons, but. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty alarming. Hold on. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Drew Simmons, do they realize this Trump cult is creating a king? America does not have kings. Hmm. Let's see. America doesn't have kings. Well, obviously, some people... There are... There's the authoritarian personality. These... These Trumpanzees, that's, they don't have um, the emotional maturity to function in a democracy. I've been saying it for years. This is why the, we need to have public education. Everything that the Republicans attack and undermine are, are absolutely vital for having a functioning democracy. And everything they attack and everything that they stand for is um, necessary for creating an authoritarian state. Prove me wrong. The, everything, I'm not kidding, from top to bottom, when they go after, they talk about freedom, right? They go after public education. But in order to have a functioning democratic republic, uh, they you need to have a common history, a common story about who you are, what you're doing, what it means to be an American, what's a republic, what, wh how, um, how republics live and die, how they are maintained and cultivated, right? What it means to be a good citizen. But the Republicans, well, it's sort of like the Duggar family. They don't want to be taught things they don't want to be taught, like critical race theory. They don't want to know. They don't want to learn anything that will make them capable of living in a free democratic society. And they, they, you can go still and worship your sky spook. Fine. Nobody's telling you not to worship. The, the, a giant man on a cloud? Do what the fuck you want. But keep your stupid sickness out of our, our, out of our civilization. But, oh shit, what is this? Oh my god. Oh, I was just looking at Trump's telegram feed. All right, where is this? I'm, I'm trying to open this fucking thing. Hold on, guys. I know I'm cursing a lot today. I think I'm just traumatized. So thank you for your understanding and your love. I can't do it without you. And who the hell would want to? This is how sick they are. All right, let, let's get into this. Self-described Christian prophet Johnny Enlow has said that his vision, quote-unquote, of the former president Donald Trump holding a golden scepter 
proves that Trump is still president of the United States. Now, ask, answer me this, guys. How do you have a functioning civilization when kooks are running rampant in half of, uh, in one of the major political parties? All right. There are two parties. We, um, that's just the way this this sick country runs. Two major political parties. One is run by self-serving, self-dealing, sociopaths, monsters, ghouls, ghosts of the Gilded Age, freaks, morons, racists, Twitter trolls, and, uh, and ignoramuses, mon- oh, willfully ignorant monsters. Enlo described his vision in a public Facebook post Let's see. He published on April 30th. He published his vision in response to a statement from 85 Christian leaders. The four-page statement told prophets to issue apologies and explanations if they had publicly predicted that Trump would become president by a specific date that had now passed. The public apologies and explanations aren't intended as punishments, the statement said. Rather, they are intended as a mature act of love to protect the honor of the Lord, the integrity of prophetic ministry, and the faith of those to whom the word was given. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. The statement said that prophets should have their future prophecies evaluated by fellow prophets. Where do we live? What fucking year is this? Is this, is it the same year... uh, in um, Norway or in or is it just here in the United States those refusing such accountability should not be welcome for ministry and lo let's see those who refuse to disagree with God must now be pressured into accepting the steal meaning the stolen stolen election under the the fake stolen election that wasn't stolen under the guise of being humble enough to admit being wrong how about being humble enough to keep agreeing with god even after believers and fellow leaders push for abandoning what he has clearly revealed meaning that trump is still president in his post enlo repeated repeatedly refers to President Joe Biden as the thief and the media as co-conspirators. Enlo believes Biden stole the election through an unprecedented nationwide conspiracy of widespread voter fraud. Trump, his campaign lawyers and Republican Party officials have made this claim in over 60 court cases. Almost all of all of the cases were dismissed from court due to lack of evidence. Enlo goes on to say that mid-prayer, he saw a vision of Trump, wait for it, seated on a throne, holding a golden scepter. Can you fucking get this? Guys, I I need uh, some, I need my emotional support cat. I know. Seated on, of course, this is what we've been saying. They don't like democracy. And here we go again. 
seated on a throne holding a golden scepter with a golden crown on his head. Him! That fucking guy. All right. The one with the fake university. The one with the vitamin scam. You know, the one who pays off porn stars in installments. That guy. The guy, the serial bankrupt. The one who is the biggest single loser. The biggest loser uh, American taxpayer. The one who, who lost so much. He was, the, he was the biggest loser. How do you say it? They, he lost more money than every other, every other American taxpayer. That's Trump. That's, that's a real thing. Somebody has to be the biggest loser. It was him. You got to be a real loser to bankrupt your daddy's trust fund six times. Holy shit. Heaven does not recognize Joe Biden having any scepter nor wearing any crown. From heaven's perspective, there is only one legitimacy. There is, wait, wait, wait. There is only the legitimacy of Trump. God help me. It's not even like somebody decent. It's not a good person that they're worshiping. That's why I can't take it. That's why I'm, I'm PTSD. God has assigned massive contingency of angels to that scepter and to that crown because Trump has a higher vote count than Biden at the election night on November 3rd before states began counting their mail-in votes. Enlo argues Trump actually won the election fulfilling the prophecies that he would win therefore so don't say that he didn't win uh, the prophecy was fulfilled he actually did win trump lost the 2020 election by over 7 million popular votes which is so irritating frankly that they have to put it that way popular votes that may that's the fucking vote all right enough with this tyranny of the minority what, that's what we're up against. Oh, it's supposed to be this. Is, oh, that's the rules. The person with the last vote sometimes gets to squat in the White House, but it always is a Republican because they're a minority death cult. Jesus, help us. If there was a Jesus, would he, wouldn't he be back by now? Because this place is fucked up. Nevertheless, a January poll showed that 75% of Republicans think that Biden didn't legitimately win the election. And it's not going to stop. All right? Because they are complicit, all of them. They are enablers. They are, uh, they don't, I mean, so be it. Destroying the democracy was always the point. And now they, Trump, he just got them there quicker. Got us there quicker. So what are we going to do about it? Why? Um, how? How are we going to fix it? How can we fix it when we have half one of the 
major political parties won't even admit it. They won't admit that they are uh, the, 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 the enemies. <laughs> I mean, of course, they're not going to admit that. But they're not going to, they don't even admit the part they play. They've got, they're going on with the charade. As if, I don't know. It's, uh, and it's not just them, though. We expect them to, to, to be the scums that they are, of course. But the Democrats, too. There should be no, uh, no qualms. Well, actually, wait. Hold on, honey. Where is this? Oh, where is it? Somebody Oh yeah, here it is. This is what I liked. Democratic congressman tells Marjorie Taylor Greene to shut your seditious QAnon loving mouth. That there you go. There you go. That's how you treat a Marjorie Taylor Greene, a traitor. That's how you do it. This is from Yahoo News, Eliza Relman. Democratic Representative Ruben Gallego and GOP Rep Marjorie Taylor Greene got into a heated Twitter exchange this week exposing the deep anger still rolling the ranks of Congress after the Capitol riot on January 6th. And is it, is it a capital riot or is it a bunch of traitors? I don't know what you call it. I guess it's a riot, but it's, it was an insurrection. After Green, the freshman Republican from Georgia who embraced a host of far-right conspiracy theories, called her Democratic colleagues the enemy within. In a tweet on Sunday, Gallego said Green was aligned with the Capitol rioters. I was trying to figure out what type of pen to stab your friends with if they overran us on the floor of the House of Representatives while trying to conduct a democratic transition of power, Gallego said. So please shut your seditious QAnon-loving mouth when it comes to who loves America. Wait, wait, that's more like... That's how you have to talk to these fuckers. How dare they? The enemy within? You scumbag. You're the ones. The Republicans are the ones spreading a lie. They're the ones who believe the th these insane QAnon conspiracy theories. Not only believe it, they va validate it for the idiots. They put us all in danger. We're all in danger because of the Republicans. You realize that. We can be out there anywhere in, uh, going about our lives, trying to live in this fucked up country. And some, we could run into some Trump-banzee QAnon nutcase who needs to prove something, maybe want to blow something up or send a bomb to somebody. How many people have been killed 
because of these 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 fascists all throughout the Trump administration sending bombs to legally elected representatives. I mean, this is goddamn what we're up against. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable to to, to treat them like they they are not um the enemies from within. We have to open our friggin' eyes, all of us. Going about the business of governance with these fucking traitors without saying these are traitors. That uh, this is part of the problem. We're also um, our, uh, for example, Joe Biden. That is enabling the treason. Oh, I'm gonna invite these traitors over, and we're gonna talk about infrastructure with a bunch of traitors who are helping to spread a lie. Their big problem with the election, you see, if, of course, um, you know, they're saying there's all these kinds of voter fraud, they don't have any fucking examples, though. It's because it's not about voting. It's about who votes. And it's always been about that. The conservatives are fine with democracy as long as they vote and they win they don't um uh, uh, as uh, outside of that that's it that's why they democracy has always been a scam to them well to, to it's always been aspirational we've but the more we come closer to having a functioning at legitimate democracy that works for all, where everyone can participate, you see how, how unhinged they get. What is this? Look at this. Around that corner. Woman was shot inside of the Capitol and died. And then police pushed everyone outside. I heard a really loud bang. We all thought it was like a flashbang or something like that, but a girl got shot. You can see the blood. That is her blood around that corner. At least five people died, including a police officer. Even after all of the violence and death, some Trump supporters stood proud of what they did. This is America, and we're all here to fight for our freedom. It is not their America. It is our America. You get it, guys? It's not there. And who's there? Who's, who's there? Oh, it's, we know who they're talking about. They don't like people with darker pigment. That's really what it comes down to. People with darker pigment voting, just like what we saw. Um, maybe I'm sure you were, you were following, in Texas, these filthy Republicans putting uh, the purity of the vote, purity Texas, purity of the ballot box, ripping a page straight out of Jim Crow. Oh, and when they were embarrassed by a Democrat 
because that's what the Democrats say what you will about the Democrats, and we will. But the Democrats, I'll uh, not, I'm sure not a hundred percent, but for the most part, they kind of got a grasp on civics, history. When they do things, they do it with more thought. These idiots, these Republicans. Here. Where is it? The purity of the ballot box. The House. Where is it? Sorry, guys. After a bitter fight, late changes in 3 a.m. vote, Texas approves a GOP election bill. After a bitter partisan fight, rapid late-night changes in the 3 a.m. vote, many of the changes to the Senate Bill 7 negotiated in the early morning hours of, by members of both parties and added by amendment with little or no explanation were designed to reduce criminal penalties for election law violations and limit criminal liability for mistakes made by voter. The 18 agreed upon amendments, including by thir- including 13 by Democrats, made for a rancor-free ending to the debate that began Thursday evening. These took this bill from very ugly to just ugly, said Representative Trey Martinez Fisher. Hold on. But... There's no reason for it. The, the reason these bills are flooding the legislatures across the country is because of a lie. Because of the anti-democratic agenda of the American right wing. We're watching. I, I can't believe that we're living in a, in a time um, of... It's like... All my life, I have to say, I just never thought I would see the the literal fascist takeover of this country. I knew that we were heading in that direction. I just never thought it would get here so quickly. But you see what's uh, the problem. Part of the problem is that the Democrats, they don't seem to have the same, uh, I don't know, or maybe they do behind closed doors, but there could, there can't be any forgiveness. There's, this is not business as usual. This is an emergency. And we have people like Joe Manchin saying that he doesn't want to do anything unless there's bipartisan support. But you're talking about support from fascists who are spreading a lie that's destroying this country right before our very eyes. Man, guys, guys, if you're on Progressive Voices, join us on youtube.com slash c slash Tarabuster. You can watch the end of the show. Thanks for hanging out. Also, become a patron at patreon.com slash Taradevil, like JD. 
all right? And keep the liberal media, the real liberal media, going and growing. I appreciate it. Because we don't need, I mean, we don't need them. We need you. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. We're on the right side of history. Decency, dignity, democracy. We will win. Man, that went by fast. Guys, guys. Where is everybody? Did I lose everybody with the... With the Josh Duggar talk? I don't know. I needed to talk about it. What can I say? It's called Tara Buster. Where is Joe Manchin on C... And and where is this? Joe Manchin, Chris Como. Q O M O. Where is it? Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia. Good to see you, Senator. They won't know it by your name but they should know it by your good looks and your heritage. Shut up. You are having oh, yeah. Italian, Italian blood in you. You know this proverb. Do you think that your party um, is I'm, being set up to be fooled again by Mitch McConnell? I don't think so. I really don't. First of all, Chris, it's always good to be you with insane. you. Uh, and next of all, I don't. And I'll give you a few examples. Uh, the hate crimes bill we just passed uh, two weeks ago, 94 to 1. I don't think there was a Democrat in Congress or a senator in, in Congress or especially in the Senate, the thought that that would pass by 94 to 1. We had an amendment process on the floor. I commend Chuck Schumer for allowing the amendments to be on the floor. The Republicans put their amendments up, which would have altered the bill. Mm -hmm. They failed in those amendments. We voted on the bill in its entirety, and it passed. I'll take you clear back to 2013, what was it, 2013 or 2015, I think. No, no, I'm sorry, 2017. John Fuck McCain off. at that time. Uh, they were trying to get under uh, uh, President Trump trying to do away with the Affordable Care Act. And they voted that down, didn't do it. So I still have confidence, and I have faith that we will come Oh, together. my God. I have faith that democracy will because survive. Because of, of John McCain. As the republic that we know here. John McCain's in, dead. As if there's a two-party system, at least a two-party system, but oh also God. a Senate that has minority input. Oh, fuck and you. And you again, there was every Minority year, input. Don Guys, we're living in the tyranny of the minority. That's the problem. Minority input. If we have any more minority input, we're, it's the mi minority is a majority. So the problem with the country is that we've had too much tyranny of this effing, sick, immoral, anti-democratic minority. Donald Trump was president. Every year he tried to pressure my Republican colleagues to get rid of the filibuster so they could pass overreaching, oh, overwhelming bitch. bills that would not be good for our country. I didn't think so. And they pushed back on that. And we're talking to a group of them right now. We're continuing to have a good A group dialogue. of the traitors. So whatever Mitch McConnell, uh, Senator McConnell, I'm sorry, from Kentucky. Mitch McConnell, uh, the gravedigger of American democracy. Uh, I don't know what his reasoning is for that, but I can assure you there are Republicans working with Democrats to want to make some Traitors, liars, big liars, you know, just fascists. Just context that you laid out in the history, McCain 
was the one vote that stood before between Trump getting what he wanted yeah. and not. There was one soul of conscience. And That's right. I take your point. So I don't see that as working together. But I do agree with you about process. I think it's the right thing to do yeah. to put it into committee, have the amendments, see the markup. Shut uh, up. Because right. then you allow good faith of process. That is mar minority involvement as envisioned by the founding fathers with respect to the Senate. The filibuster was not. You know your history. That comes out of Jim Crow. Uh, and even though the great senator from your state uh, was one of the authors Jim Crow, of how to use Jim it, Schmo. I was not from the founding fathers. It's not in the document. And it arguably has never been used to make anything great happen in really? this country. Well, I, th I think my, argu my argument, Hubie, on this, uh, for the sake of discussion, uh, the Senate was designed to be different. I think you'll agree on that. Yes. Uh, and Bob Burgess wasn't designed to be Burgess the tyranny of the minority. Talking. He was a great mentor and a great friend. And I said, Senator, I don't know much about the Senate. Explain to me that why is the Senate so different? He said, Joe, the best way for me to explain it is that why does every state, can you imagine a little state of Rhode Island, a little state of Connecticut, I mean, of Delaware, having the same representation in the great body of the Senate as California or New York, uh, all these larger, much larger states in land mass and population? There's a reason for that. So how all this has evolved in some of these rules, I don't know, I mean, the intent uh, of why they would have done Jim Crow is not acceptable. It wasn't acceptable then. It's not acceptable now at all. And I think that we have to have a process. But also, I think you have to have minority. If not, Shut then what the we have F is up with this chaos. minority. What goes around comes around here. Oh, I know you are, but what am I? I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. That's where we are. We need to have minority input. Why doesn't, of course, I, I'm answering, you know, this is more of a rhetorical question. Why wouldn't Chris Cuomo say, what are you talking about minority input? We have too much minority input. In fact, it's, my, it's the minority rules. We have a Republican Party that represents a minority of people. They have a minor, they receive minority votes. This should be on every, on every crawl, you know, on every goddamn corporate media channel. Why doesn't it say that the Democrats receive millions more votes and they still, when the Democrats were in the minority, they were, they should have been in the majority. They received a million more votes in the House, they received more votes in the Senate, and the Republicans have so gerrymandered and rigged these, de these, these, I was going to say democratic processes, what, it's a sham. They have so rigged the game in their favor that they receive fewer votes and they maintain power. So that's the problem. It's always been the problem in the country where the conservative minority has too much effing power. All these compromises. Oh, look, John McCain voted down the repeal of Obamacare. We got through that by the skin of our ass. And John McCain is dead. And where would he be if he was alive? Would they have, would they accept him in their fascist death cult? No. They censured his goddamn wife, his widow, for not going along with Twitler's lie. 
You have to be a filthy fascist liar to be in the Republican Party. And John, I mean, Joe Manchin wants them, wants their input in everything. You you hear what, how insane this is? He... He he wants complete legislative constipation until the traitors get on board. So how do you appeal to traitors? Give the traitors what they want? What are you going to do? Oh, give them... What what can you do to appeal to them? What are you going to do to bring them on board? They have zero interest in a functioning democracy. They're the enemies. You better believe it. Marjorie Taylor Greene says the Democrats are the enemies from within. Marjorie Taylor Greene is the enemy. Enough. I swear to God, we need to split this country up. I don't know. We need to take a vote in the chat room. What do you think? Shall we split? In the minority, it's not fun in the minority, I can assure you. But on the other hand, we had some opportunity to stop some things that basically we didn't think that would be good for America. That was what our position Listen, was. I hear you about and that, and I do now. think He you're just right. likes being the king of America, this Joe Manchin fucker. That's it. That's why he, uh, he, want, he sounds reasonable. He sounds like a goddamn out-of-touch kook. You want the minority? You're talking about the 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 freaks who are attra- who are attached to a con man. The ones who are spreading the big lie that they know better. Unfortunately, the the morons who follow them they don't know better because they're stupid, and. Even more, that shows you how more disgusting that the Republicans are. Because when your followers are a bunch of morons, you have an even larger obligation not to steer them in the wrong direction. If you're a leader, if you're a true leader, you have an obligation. And if let's say you're, let's play the game. Let's say you're a true leader who loves democracy and you love America and you know that your base is uh, somehow they, they got hold of a thought virus and it got out of control and they all believe a pack of lies. And if you're someone who loves this country and is a patriot, you tell them you you explain to them you you open their eye you you tell them the truth you steer them in the right direction say no my friends my fellow americans my fellow patriots you're misinformed here is the truth the the tax cheating draft dodging dictator and being con man with the fake university and the vitamin scan who pays off porn stars and in installments he received fewer votes and this time he didn't win so calm down calm the fuck down morons it's going to be okay idiots you might actually um have a have live to see another day just sh- shut your filthy con man suckling pie holes and uh, fuck off back to uh, the Duggar Ranch. Just stay off the internet. 
Because obviously that's another example about how with great power comes great responsibility. These idiots, they go onto the internet and they get caught into, uh, into a QAnon hole. And they get dragged down to some cesspool where they're storming the Capitol. Like a bunch of traitors. There's no getting around it. They're traitors. That's what they are. And Joe Manchin wants us not to have a functioning civilization. He wants to help the traitors fucking destroy this country. That's what he's doing. He wants to help the the insurrectionists, the traitors, the big liars, the dupes, the freaks, the, the haints, the taints, the, the ghouls. He wants them to have a lot of power. Oh, have a say. That's what you do, right? When you want to have a functioning life. You say, let me call up my crazy uncle and get his input. Unk, should, what should I do, Unk? Well, uh, maybe you should um, inject yourself with bleach. That, look, yeah. in all due respect to your party, I don't think you guys play power politics as well as the other side. And I think that if you were to get rid of the filibuster, McConnell would use it against you guys when he gets back in power, and it's only a matter of time, in a way that you never dead. even thought of using it. So I hear you on that. Well, and he yet, use it already. But yes. I'm just saying, he Senator, right now it. you have infrastructure, you have needs for families, uh, you have a lot of gross deficits that you're dealing with. There's a chance that you get None of it passed. Forget because about, you know, background him. checks or anything like that. Let's see what None we've of done it. already, Chris. Yes, sir. Look what we've done. $1.9 trillion. Look, oh, look at how calm he is, too. This is another thing that make, drives me insane. Look at how laid back and casual he is. As if everything is working along uh, just normally. Everything is nothing to see. No, no concern. Must be great being a senator instead of having to live here in the in the consequences we, we, we it must be nice up in the ivory tower joe manchin where you you could have the luxury of um a casual conversation about bipartisanship with traitors somebody needs to legally and peacefully slap him across the fucking face and wake him up legally and peacefully. Or uh, the other thing, it, w w this is, we don't have any time to waste. The filibuster, yeah, Joe Manchin, whatever. Um, m uh, what's his name? Mitch McConnell, yeah, will use it against us. Is this is this is how we have to live? We need to fix democracy before it's dead. Before the there there comes a point where there's no resuscitating the corpse. But Joe Manchin, don't worry, when that happens, if that happens, if the the country, the body politic dies. But don't worry, Joe Manchin, he'll still have his cushy, phony, baloney Senate gig. He can walk around saying, oh, well, we got some bipartisanship. 
he'll still have the trappings of a of democracy. Don't worry, we'll still have that. Mitch McConnell is he is it's Mitch McConnell and Joe Manchin. That's who's running this country. And it's Mitch McConnell has uh has us on the ropes. I don't know. I'm trying to think what's a better a more appropriate phrase. He's had us in a in a chokehold for how many years? How much longer are we going to take it? How much effing longer? When do Democrats play hardball with these fascist pricks? January 6th. That was just that was just the one of the battles in the war. It isn't over. They haven't stopped. They haven't learned their lesson. They're not standing down. They're not like the proud boys stand back and stand by. These fuckers are not kidding. That's why on every corporate media channel, it should be um, an alarm. Uh, They should be sounding the alarm. There should be no casual laid-back conversation about working with Mitch McConnell. It should be, uh, uh-uh. Wake up. Hello. These people are traitors, and they're not letting go of the lie. So how do we work with them? Explain. I'm trying to explain this to the American people. We have an emergency. This is a state of emergency. Our democracy is hanging by a thread we have one of the major political parties um, that is actively in the process of destroying this democracy. We saw the attack on January 6th. That's not, it's not over. It continues. The, they are attacking this democracy every single day. In all bipartisan way. Look that was Tara Jr. Tara Jr. just did that. You just started to play the video, Junior. Maybe he can be my producer. Hey, hey, get a grip. What is wrong with you, weirdo? Get a grip. Look at me. Sometimes I do this to him. When he gets crazy, I go, look at me. Snap out of it. They get into like, I guess their instincts take over. Look at me. Get a grip. Get a grip. All right. I'm putting you down. Holy moly. All right. Didn't do it with a bipartisan way, but we did it. Right. Because it needed to be done with the pandemic that we had. We did it at 1.9. Sure. But you didn't do it bipartisan. Put from the... no, we, we we had a process of bipartisanship to a certain extent. But then there were I no wish votes. There would have been a more. process. But there wasn't. But there was one. Well, we never. We, we didn't try. We had some votes as far as in the. Uh, in but the, they uh, went through the reconciliation we through process, Senator. As you know, you went through reconciliation because they weren't going to work with you on it. McConnell had it locked yeah, but down. Then basically, we, 
then we did a hate crimes bill, and we went through a process where we oh had amendments on the floor. Oh, my God. This is so pathetic. Let's look at this infrastructure bill, truly on traditional infrastructure, and then Whole on traditional. And basically look at the pay force that we're willing to. And what Let if none of the, the Republicans will to, vote at the end of it? Would you reconsider how to get it done well, because you know well, how important it is? Well, then, then you have to basically look at what package we put forth that was reasonable, that basically everybody had input, and even if we made adjustments, let's say with amendments, and at the end of the day they don't vote for it, then we'll have another discussion. Oh there. my God! So you're open to another discussion this is if they show bad faith after you give them due process. As well well, you're as alarming. About reconciliation. You're talking about starting out with reconciliation. No, I'm not. Where there's very little input. No, I'm not. There's I, very I little input. 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 I gotta have input. The traders gotta input. We need input from the f insurrectionists, the big liars, the traders. Input. You see, you're, you, you see how casual I am? Oh, no, it's all... We will have that process, and you're talking about reconciliation. But when, when we don't have uh, traditional infrastructure, we'll get them together, and they'll come, and uh, we'll talk about it, and... I think you guys are making a mistake by forcing the process and allowing them to Holy claim high ground and say, shit. look, they won't even let us look at these bills. They give us no input. I think you should have the amendment. I think you we should have the markups. Joe Biden. Joe. Go right. ahead, sir. Okay. We agree on that. Joe Biden has got more done in 100 days. But not with them. Any president in my time that I can recall. Not with them. Basically, he got more done. He's put a plan out there, and he got more done. But not with and them. He got it done. Yeah. Okay? But not he can't even them. admit it. Not well, with you them. Hurt. But you've heard Joe Biden. He wants it to work. It will wants work. Wants what? I... To be what? He wants the traitors to wake the fuck up? They no, don't want Lord, it to work. He just told you, I'm faith. stopping the administration. That's he right. just said it to you, You sir. don't know. You, you don't know. Just... That's what Mitch McConnell said, for those who missed that. What they're talking about is that Mitch McConnell publicly said that his agenda is to stop Joe Biden's agenda. That... Well, like it says on the lower third on the on the screen, 100 percent of my focus is stopping Biden, which means just like with Obama. Remember when Obama became the president with the most votes, um, funny enough, the, he the he inherited a an economy that was hemorrhaging 750,000 jobs a month and the 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 republicans and their caucus room conspiracy they um gave themselves they oh they they took an oath to to obstruct everything to stop everything to commit legislative constipation as robert draper wrote about and th let's keep in mind when they did that the american people was suffering were suffering and them um agreeing and vowing to do absolutely nothing meant that they were actively causing pain to the american people for political gain and here we are again except this time now we have a pandemic with nearly 600,000 americans dead in six months, thanks to the filthy fascist insurrectionist traitors. And they're not stopping. They're keeping up with their uh, vaccine conspiracies and masking, whining, and everything else that will uh, guarantee to kill more. 
But they don't care who dies. Who who cares? They're the death. Whatever. This is a death cult. It's the Republican death cult. It's a greed-centered, kiss-up, kick-down death cult. That that was one person. He's the head. That's one person. He's the one leader. person. He doesn't. He's not controlling oh all of that. Oh my God! This delusional you, we would not prick. Be having the discussions. There wouldn't be an offer on the table of five or six hundred billion dollars. Can I ask anyone on the chat? Um, are there any comparable Republicans like this prick, Joe Manchin, that act like this? Oh, we need Democrats. Democrat. Of course, they would say Democrat instead of Democratic. Democrat support, Democrat party, Democrat support. That have you ever seen a Republican that is so so obsequious like Joe Manchin, obsequious to the traitors like Joe Manchin is, so um, so pathetic, so needy, and then that's what it is. It's like a needy bitch, needy little whiny bitch that cannot see. It's like, you know what he reminds me of to, I guess, bring it full circle? He reminds me of Josh Duggar's wife, you know, standing by her man. And that's what she's doing, you know, with her just pumping out kid after kid after kid for him to molest. Well, I, I took a vow. I wanted him to, uh, we took a vow before Jesus. Come what may. That's who Joe Manchin reminds me of. Like a battered spouse pining for an abuser. While the abuser is not only abusing him, he's abusing everybody around him. Everybody, everybody who touches the uh, everybody who gets into their sphere of influence is abused. We're all abused. Do you understand that? That's why we have PTSD. I have. I mean, let me speak to my for myself. I definitely have PTSD from living in this country. I have PTSD from listening to the likes of Joe Manchin. Really, pining for the abuser to continue to abuse us. What, uh, uh, really, if um, Joe, if uh, Joe Biden, I, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but come on. We need somebody to kick this fucking Joe Manchin's ass. And that's why we need more senators, that's for sure. Definitely. I don't give a shit how the Republicans whine. Oh, they're stacking. They want more power. You're damn right. More power would mean a functioning democracy because there's more of us. There's more normal people in this country, you son of a bitch. There's more of us. We, we go through the motions legally and peacefully. We're the ones, you know, they're always whining, these fucking pricks. You know how uh, they whine about... Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Like, for example, they want, well, the Democrats, they're very good at putting together commissions about things. So 
the the commission or the study on of January 6th, the Republicans, they don't want to, they, they're not going to support it unless Black Lives Matter is also studied. Because that's the real danger. And Antifa, the fake bullshit that they pulled out of their ass, is studied. That's how we know that the Republicans are the enemies that the founders warned us about because they don't they they are fascists there's they are the definition of fascists of course they are the truth is incidental they have a con man a strong man con man just wait wait till the next con man comes along and he's coming he's coming and he will be more, um, he'll, he'll be able to control himself. Then they, the, the, they are gonna fulfill their, their lifelong dream or Mitch McConnell's lifelong dream of destroying democracy for good. That's for sure. That's what, that's all it's gonna take. Our only saving grace with Twitler is that he's such an abomination. But the next fascist, the Josh Harley or the whoever, the one of the one of them that they'll they'll elevate. Well, they're all chomping at the bit. All these pricks, they all want to be the next, you know, Twitler. They all want to be him. But they'll be able to play the game. They'll be able to control themselves. But. That uh, that is literally how the Roman Republic died. So whatever. All right. Of infrastructure, some of the starting point, which I think is a good starting Shut point. Your prick Let's look at what mouth. Well, face palm. Uh, Chris Cuomo is all of us, I suppose. We've got to hold ourselves accountable and responsible. Let's make sure that the numbers we're putting out there is really going to. Have I have no problem with you guys be being fiscally responsible about it. But I would ask you one thing. I, I've heard you talk to me about Senator Byrd a couple of times about how the Senate was mm -hmm. set up to have a minority be part of uh, the power play. And I understand that. However, I don't know that they envisioned where you are in the Senate today, where you guys are 50 50, but 50 on the right are representing about 20 percent of oh, the country that's good it's so skewed and that 20 percent has such extreme views that's, that that's good. why you have this party in disarray the way it is you have 70 percent of the republican party saying that trump won that biden didn't win yep you really that, think that that's the go. kind of setup that's where not, they'll work with you well that's a horrible situation and basically uh, the extremes on both sides extremes on, on both sides si we have 20 percent on each side or 30 percent. oh you prick you prick it's the both sides it, this drives me insane and this is another example of how sick this country is it's not both sides there is no both side to this um to the traitor to the traitor caucus there's no both sides. They, oh, they they uh, they like to pull out AOC. Say, oh, she's crazy. I've heard um, that son of a bitch. Uh, what's his name? The raging Cajun asshole, 
I've heard him say, oh, she's loonier than a, than a fruitcake or nuttier than a fruitcake or something. Fuck you. But they never have an example. Is she, is she really nuttier than a fruitcake? She's talking about raising the marginal tax rate back to Eisenhower rates. Not even back to Eisenhower rates. Oh, that's so nuttier than a fucking fruitcake, right? Fucking James Carville. There's not both sides here, you son of a bitch. Find me both sides. Find me the traitors who stormed the Capitol on January 7th on the, the left. I mean, I know January 6th. So January 6th was the, the, was the right-wingers, right? Then January 7th, and the, then the, the normal people stormed the Capitol. Show me the both sides. We got extremes on both sides. Yeah, one, one is, uh, says that there's a conspiracy from the one that, I mean, I can't even explain it, where politicians are drinking the blood of abused children, adrenochrome, to get, I guess Hillary Clinton is trying to get the fountain of youth. I don't fucking know. what It's insane. And then you have the other side that wants a living wage and universal health care. Oh, that's nuttier than a fruitcake. One side says that a tax-cheating con man with a fake university is um, sitting, on, uh, um, sitting on a throne with crowns and a scepter. And the other side wants to have a living wage and retirement security. Oh, that's nuts. Both sides. Both sides are the same. We got extremes on both sides. One side thinks that the fucking sun rises in the West and um, and Trump is still president. And the other side wants, uh, I don't know, Medicare for all. Just so nuts. What do you think future generations are going to say? I hope you know that they will find this show. That's what. That's one of the things that I think of sometimes. Because they will, they will scour the internet and they'll find shows like this, and they'll know that we, we that we knew that we could see. What will they say about Joe Manchin? They're gonna say that he's he's a dumbass. That he is, it's sort of like ne the Neville Chamberlain of the Democratic Party, right? What, that, that famous video of Neville Cham Chamberlain coming back from Nazi Germany. I have peace, waving the, the paper. Oh, look, see, peace. We have peace, appeasement. That's him. That's Joe Manchin. He's trying to appease a bunch of traitors, an insurrectionists, big liars, fascists, freaks, the enemies of the people, the enemies from within, people who don't have any, not only do they not have the ability to function in a democratic society, they don't have an interest in it. 
Demo- democracy takes too much time. It's too much effort. It's too hard. It's so much easier to rig the game and have a big white daddy tell you that he's going to save you from all the brown people who don't know their place and everybody else. All right, guys, my name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And yeah, we'll keep the show going and growing. Without you, I cannot keep the show going and growing. So go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We will win. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. What the hell? We win. See, I fucked that up. Because I, because the cat is sitting on the keyboard. The cat on the keyboard. That sounds like a, maybe a poem? The cat on the keyboard. How you doing, Junior? Tell everybody. He's not doing good. He's a crank. He's a cranky old man. What do you want? You're getting cranky in your old age. (laughs) It's okay. I'm cranky too. All right, guys, listen up. I appreciate you um, indulging me and supporting me. We only got two super chats tonight, so that does make me feel a little insecure, but oh well. That's okay. Thank you, Richard, and thank you, Jim, and of course, thank you for um, everything, Jim and Richard, because you are one of the most, um, two of the most prolific Super Chatters, and I want to thank JD for taking that leap and going to patreon.com slash Devlin and becoming a patron. All right, listen up, guys. Hopefully, we will get together. Maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe, maybe. Listen, listen. <laughs> I know. Paradu says, listening. I want to thank you all for hanging out. Thank you, Haiku, for being the moderator in the chat room, keeping everybody in line, taking care of the trolls. Oh, my God. We need each other. I do. I need you. I need you. I do, because I need you, that's all. I don't need to explain it. All right, listen up, my friends. I got to go because I have to get the show ready for Progressive Voices. It's a pain in the ass, but... And then I got to get up early tomorrow to go take care of some cats. Not these cats, uh, some homeless cats. And tomorrow, Sunday... I go and I feed some community cats and make the rounds to see what's up, if everybody's good. And I Sundays I usually I'll listen to history, some history podcasts and whatnot. It's like as I feed the community cats, that's like a relaxing Sunday to me. I listen to History Hit, and yeah, I like that. Dan 
Dan Snow's history hit. That's pretty good. There's another history podcast called The Ancients. I love that. That's pretty good. There's another one called Ancient Warfare. That's a good one. They're all good. I love history, especially ancient history. I don't know why. Maybe I lived in the ancient times. Maybe. Who knows? Whatever. All right, guys. You're the best. Thanks for your support. And remember, we will win. We're going to win. Just keep saying it because... Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Holy shit. I forgot to say that. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, Play Dave, on the chat for reminding me. Even though I don't have a mother. I mean, I had a mother, but... She crossed over to the other side or whatever. I'm an orphan. That's happy Mother's Day. That's... It's a, not an easy day for some people because of that. And I feel you, man. I feel you. Even though my mother was not a good mother, she was really su she sucked at being a mother. But she was my mother. So. She was my mama. My mama. That's all you got to do. All you got to say. That's it. You only got one mama. I'm your mother now though. Everyone on your chat, on the chat. I'm your mother. So, I'm your mother, Mark. Millennial correspondent. All right, listen up. I'm going to go. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. And, oh no, Terry, your mom's in the hospital. I hope she's okay. Are you okay? I'll send her some... Uh, Daimoku is what we call it in the Buddhist community. If it works, I don't know. I think it does. It makes me feel better. Wow. All right, my friends. Hopefully I'll see you Monday. We'll see. Monday, Tuesday. Keep the if anybody becomes a patron, that's always uh, motivating. Other than that, we will keep going <laughs> and keep growing. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. We stick together. We win. I'll see you. I'm sorry, Terry. I see you. Hold on. No, she's not okay, and I'm holding it in there. I'm very sorry to hear that. I will be keeping her in my prayers. If that, if that helps. I, or I will. I'm not kidding. It's not easy. I remember. It's not easy. But thank you for sharing, really. And please keep me and everyone posted.
and let us know if you need anything, okay? If you join us on Discord, you can keep in touch during, in between shows. I love you all. Special love to you, Terry. One day at a time, one minute at a time sometimes. All right, my friends, I will see you very soon. <laughs> Tara, you should be in broadcasting. Bob, you're funny. <laughs>